Hello, Rebellious Visionaries, and welcome to the Root Work Podcast, where we're digging deeper to get to the root of financial success and failure. You're about to listen to conversations between two real sisters who are still growing and sharing their journey with you. Join us as we normalize difficult conversations around money and discover how we can use the power of talking about it to grow from and support each other so we can have the confidence to choose the life we envision. Welcome back. Hey. You back with new toys? Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. your new toy? An iPad. Hey. From it. <laughs> how, do you, how are you enjoying it? I love it, but I haven't really taken the time to, you know, set it up to make it um, help me be more productive. So really, really I may have help. To, uh, I may have to drop a, 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 a carousel on my Instagram about my favorite iPad productivity tools. Um, oh, cool. I can put it on the um, Talk Techie to Me uh, space. That's, I love that. Good thing. Yeah. I love that. Yes, because I believe time is money. And so if you're being more productive, you're either making more money or saving money. Exactly. <laughs> so, first of all, for y'all who have been following us this whole time, y'all know who this other voice is on this podcast. Um, for those of y'all who are new, I am going to give y'all a former formal introduction i'm gonna let her introduce herself a little bit too because we're in 2023 and allow me to reintroduce myself my name is b (laughs) i don't want to wrap my introduction no i'm kidding (laughs) y'all for real kim low-key could have been a rapper like she she could freestyle i'm still working on that you never know you never know (laughs) we joke a lot but i'm dead serious kim got bars (laughs) I said my kids can't be mad because when I start, you know, rapping, they be wanting to say I'm corny, but they be feeling it. And I be knowing <laughs> they be feeling it. They don't say it, but I know it. <laughs> <laughs> we low key dope. They yeah. they they like us. They can't admit they it, but you. they like us. Okay, y'all. So this is my big sister, my blood sister. You know, right now we in a culture. We have sis. Hey sis. Hey sis. Mm-hmm. Hey sis. And it's a term of endearment for a friend or just another woman um, that you feel a kinship with. But this is my actual kin. This is my blood sister. Yes, ma'am. Um, and I sister. want her. <laughs> yeah, my big sister. And she don't play about me, y'all. She really no. does. Um, <laughs> so, and that includes in her prayer life. She don't play about me. So... I would love for you to just introduce what, you know, last episode, um, uh, I, you know, I introduced vision. This is January. It is vision month. And, you know, I talked about the importance of being vulnerable and being willing to daydream in a way that kids comfortably do. And as adults, we feel insecure doing because we're afraid that, our visions are foolish and nobody will believe in them and or we've made so many mistakes that it's too late to get started and just the importance of not allowing your fears to be bigger than um your dreams yeah. and um and so you know really taking this month to seriously daydream and create a vision for this year um every 
um, January, I do Envisioning Success Challenge. So, and you know, in January, we do the Vision Bank Party, which is coming up later this month. Check the Ooh. description for the link to the event. So if you're in Hampton Roads area, you can attend. Um, but also, if you have, like, uh, the Money Challenge Workbook or the um, Jumpstart Yearly Planner, there's a vision board inside of there. There's a space for you to create a vision, at least for January, a Money Challenge section. But on the planner, you've got both the vision board for the year as well as January's Envisioning for Success. So I, I not only believe you need to create a vision for the year, but I think you need to have intention and have a vision for every month. Um, and so what we're going to talk about on this episode is having a vision for the um, for the month but then also seeking God about that vision right um and so before we get into that though I would love for the audience to get to know you what you're doing like you're I know all the million reasons why you're dope but um, <laughs> um you know we we started this journey uh, this this reset of life together and but you do some amazing things and I want people to to get to know you and where to find you and how to connect with you and how to grow with you Hey guys, I'm Kim. I'm a mom of three. I am in the process, well, have begun the process of transitioning as a full-time employee to beginning my own company. I am in the field of IT, all things technology. Um, I will have some dope things coming out for my non-techies that want to stay up to date with technology for those who are looking to enter the tech world and those just interested in all of the changes that are happening in this new world, I call it. You can currently follow me on my social media, Talk Techie to Me um, on Instagram. It's Talk Techie, T-E-C-H-Y, the number two me so talk techie to me anyway so yeah go ahead and follow me be one of the first few to pop on as my followers i will be doing something special for you entrepreneurs out there and that's my intro for now hey (laughs) right i love that for now caveat right like (laughs) i'm still growing (laughs) exactly right so that's a good segue into the topic right because i was listening to so mommy sent um for y'all guys who don't know um my mom really lives really lives this ministry life like that your kids and your first ministry she's serious about that so for the longest she sends us like these what are these called kim um daily jesus calling devotionals devotionals daily devotionals yeah Mm -hmm. daily devotionals and it's crazy how accurate they always are for whatever i'm going on what's going on in my life at that night it's like dang god you really had this author Right, that I was going to be struggling with this exact problem a year ago. <laughs> he wrote it and then put it on the fifth of the month because you knew the fifth of the month would be the day I was struggling it. And then my mom sent it. Yep. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if daily devotionals are wildly accurate for you, but I feel like it's low key horoscopes. Um, oh no. There's a path to go down with that too, but we'll talk about that. Okay, but I want to read this devotional mommy sent us um, uh, a couple weeks ago. And um, because it hit on right exactly what we're talking about this year. So it's, she sent it on January 5th. It says, you can achieve the victorious life through living in deep dependence on me. People usually associate victory with success, not failing or stumbling, not making mistakes. But those who are successful in their own strength tend to go their own way, forgetting about me. It is through problems and failures, weakness and neediness that you learn to rely on me. 
True dependence is not simply asking me to bless what you have decided to do. Mm-hmm. It's coming to me with an open mind and heart, inviting me to plant my desires within you. I may infuse within you a dream that seems far beyond your reach. You know that in yourself, you cannot achieve such a goal. Thus begins your journey of profound reliance on me. And I'm mm. there because, whoo, honey, um, you talk about like, you know, I think it's important for us to craft a vision that we have for ourselves. God tells yeah. us to write the vision and make it clear. But I mm-hmm. think like it said, like coming to God and saying, this is the, you know how they say, like, tell God your dreams and he'll laugh or something like that. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like God's vision for our lives are so much bigger than our visions for ourselves. Right. And so it's about, it's, it's about having a vision, but being flexible with what God, allowing God to finesse that. Like, right. Asking God, hey, this is what I want to do, but is this what you want me to do? Right. And I love the part about it being so big that we have no choice but to seek God for it, right? Because mm-hmm. I think we really try to make our goals realistic. They tell us all, matter of fact, the, what is it? Um, what's the acronym for um, SMART goals, right? The R is realistic. They tell you right, right. there, the goal is SMART when it's realistic. Mm-hmm. And oh, I think it's okay to know what the realistic version of your vision is. Yeah, but I, I think it's also important for you to to know what God's what what God's version of your vision is. Exactly, what, and to leave space for it to allow it. You know, if you have the the Jumpstart Planner, you know, I believe in setting good, better, best goals, right? And that's really mm-hmm. about that. Now, I, I'm just having this like epiphany in this moment, real time, is like, you know, your good goal is the thing that's super easy, something that's like, you want to give yourself, you know, momentum, you want quick wins, so you can feel like, okay, I made a little bit of progress, like, I'm gonna give myself a goal to lose like two pounds, I could probably do that. Um, right. <laughs> so it makes me feel like, okay, you're doing a good job. Keep going, right? Mm-hmm. That next goal, you're, you're from, from the good goal to the better goal. That's, that's probably your vision. That's probably right. what you actually aspire to, what you see for yourself. But that best goal, that's God's vision for you. And, and why would you leave out space for God to give you that? Why Why wouldn't you give your, yourself space to have the audacity to believe that God can do even more than what you imagine? You can write what you imagine, but you could say, well, God, if you deposit some crazy vision in me, I'm going to go ahead and write it down. I don't know. It sounds crazy. It sounds crazy. I always love when um, they say he will give you the desires of your heart. It's not really he will give you the, what your heart desire. He will give you what he will give you the desires of your heart so he will tell you like you will begin as you walk with that you will begin wanting what he wants so that's how you're aligned with his word so we're going to always be putting our plan with his, his plan but when we build that relationship it's like wow i want this too so it's not like oh god you're making me no he's giving us those desires when you start realizing hmm i want to actually help people i want to actually do it ain't about me no more it's about the world it's like wow i got god's desire in my heart so it's not really the thing you desire but he puts that very desire 
in you. Mm -hmm. So that's why it will be accomplished because he's the one who gave you the desire. So mm -hmm. it's, ne it's never really separate from him. It's just that we let the world plays a part in what we think we want and how we write our goals out. And so he has to kind of get us back to connection with his original plan from the beginning. And it's never going to be less than what the world told us we should want. You right. Because so. I, don't, I don't think God will ever show us something that we can't have. Right. I no. think God gives us visions because he wants you to know it's possible. Right. And he wants to dare you to believe that it's possible. Mm -hmm. I, nothing was created without vision. Like we had to imagine that like we could have electricity. Like, like, mm -hmm. can you imagine that process of like, what if we, I don't even know how electricity works, y'all. So I'm not even gonna pretend to do the science. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> what, 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 how crazy do you have to be to believe, for example, I could talk to you from a completely different city? Right. I think about that a lot. <laughs> like, who thinks that I could capture a piece of light or I can take what you're saying and make someone else hear it later, like what you're doing right now? It's crazy. Somebody has to no, like I always, I I will go off and down a rabbit hole trying to think of what was they thinking when they thought of that. <laughs> right, I like how psycho do your, your imagination needs to be for you to want even fathom it, but then have the audacity to try it. Like fly right. to me, like I always hold my breath when I fly. Mm -hmm. You're going to be paying attention to me on more flights. I pray about 15 times in, in airplanes because I really don't understand how this works. <laughs> Right. I can't break this down. To, uh, why am I on this thing? Tell me again. <laughs> why is yeah. it in the air? I don't understand it. And I know there's a science. Like, y'all, don't be in the comments trying to explain aviation to me. Because I know <laughs> right. that there's a science. Well, but, like you would have passed your class and you would have seen that. <laughs> this thing. <laughs> right. right. But really, somebody was like, what if we could take this heavy object and work against gravity and put it in the air, put people in it, like just the I just to have that vision and then have the audacity that here's the craziest part to not just put your time and your energy behind it, but to put your money behind it. Mm. Because I think vision requires an investment always. We we can't just have God doesn't deposit us ideas and and then not require you to be invested in it like in your time in your energy and in your money the willingness to be like because money is one of those things that we 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 we, we have an attachment to we, right. we probably are more connected to our money than we are our time we we really think we're gonna live forever but we have a idea of scarcity when it comes to money because we we quickly realize how quickly money can go every pay period right pay, paycheck to paycheck right you, you know you're trying to hold on to all of it so you don't want to make an investment in this vision because what if it don't work Right. You're willing to invest your time maybe because you feel like, you know, I got more time. Like if it don't work, I could just try again tomorrow. Right. But we don't have that same kind of confidence in our money. And so we we are willing to, you know, put our dollars behind it. But to have a vision is so crazy and then be like, not only am I going to put my time and energy, but, you know, I'm like, borrow alone. I'm going to um, yeah. withdraw my savings and <laughs> shoot my mm -hmm. shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. God, my vision versus God vision is kind of like what the topic is. And I started thinking like, what was my vision for a few things? And I found it funny how um, my vision and God's vision work. And here's the crazy part. Like, tell me if this is true for you. I feel like God knows that if he actually, God don't ever reveal his entire vision to us. He give us like little pieces because he know what we can do. 
I think when he was talking about God knows what you can bear, I think he was talking about the vision. Uh, yeah, that's definitely a weight he ain't going to throw all on you because that is a lot. Especially if you accomplish something before, you would know the weight of a vision. And if God say, okay, you're going to be doing this, you gonna be like, no, I'm not. Oh my God, before it even happens, because you just don't see yourself doing that. Mm -hmm. And then you look back like, wow, I never thought. Mm -hmm. He says, I always knew. (laughs) Right. So not only is the pressure, not only is the the, the idea of success pressure, but the steps that are going to be required to reach Mm -hmm. that success. If God gave us a peep show of what was going to be required, we'd be like, nah, son, I'm going to just stick to what I'm doing. (laughs) Right. Nah, I'm good on this. Um, like if God had told me in advance, hey, I am going to allow you to be your unorthodox ratchet self and <laughs> use that as ministry to help people with their finances to improve their mental, emotional, and their just general well-being. If God told me that, I'd be like, okay, that's dope. But if he said, but to get to a place to be ready, to be qualified, to understand on a deep level what people are going through and what they need to shift out of it, I need to take you through some things because you are going to have an unorthodox education. I am not going to let you learn this in college because what you need to do requires an education that college can't give you. I need you to be homeless. I need you to go through abuse and trauma. I need you to do all the right things with your money and still lose it all to a relationship. Mm. I need you to feel trapped at your job. I need you to keep trying to finish your degree and keep having life obstacles make it impossible for you to finish. Mm-hmm. I need you to have a child out of wedlock. Mm. Even though I know you see yourself being happily married with two to six kids. Lord, I don't know why I wanted six kids, but mm-hmm. um, I need you to do it this way because those obstacles are going to form how you do things. It's going to provide an education. It's going to give you an opportunity to seek out wisdom, to seek out opportunities, to hone your skills and talents, to stretch mm-hmm. yourself, to understand. It's going. It's going to. Rec- it's. It's going. It's going to be the root work. Right. <laughs> I like the. I like to use. He's allowed it because we will have the concept. Well, God doesn't put these things on us. He anything bad or negative is God is all things good come from God, but he allows us to go through certain things. He allows the decisions we make to take us through certain things because he knows how he's going to ultimately use it. You know what I'm saying? That will clear up the concept that God won't put that on because I I do battle with what even with my daughter being sick and God let and the guy had to correct me on how the enemy gets or the adversary gets permission to bring things against you and everything has to go through God. We sometimes will find ourselves um, upset with ourselves because, you know, people would say, God, you know, God put this on me because he knew how big I was or how I can handle it. And then people would say, well, no, God would not put that on you. So the, the truth is, God allows things to happen because nothing bad 
comes from God. All good things come from the Lord. And so, but we are in a world where good and bad falls on the just and the unjust. No matter where we are, there are decisions we make that will put us in situations and there are decisions that we don't make, that other people make for us that will put us in situations. However, God is allowing it all because of the purpose he has for it. So yeah, no matter how you got there, what what decision some of decisions you made to put you in a certain situations god under god sees it all and he actually has allowed it for that turnaround moment because that one your one story your you enduring that one hardship can save 20,000 mm. beyond people just because you made it through it and so we don't look at what we did to make us get to a situation just know that all things work together and that's that's our life right now, mm-hmm. right? That's my life for sure. Yeah. I know it's your life and yeah. it's been hell. Yeah. But all these still work together. Right? Yeah. It really has. <laughs> but this is the this is the crazy part, right? So I'm thinking I was thinking about a very specific moment in my life. Like I remember moving out of my apartment, August 2007. I moved out mm-hmm. and moved in with you because I I was gonna live with you for a couple of months to save to buy a house. Mm-hmm. I remember very clearly I had a vision I had looked at some properties and I had great credit I was going to be I was, was going to be able to accelerate my savings right. I was going to be able to buy a house mm-hmm. and two weeks after I moved out of my apartment and into your house I found out I was pregnant mm. and I remember for the longest calling Jordan my little mortgage note <laughs> Aww. My little mortgage note because I remember doing the calculation for how much childcare was going to cost, and it was roughly what the mortgage note was going to be. And right. now I don't get to buy a house, but look how God works. Two thousand and seven was when I got pregnant. I had her in May of two thousand and eight. When was the housing crisis? Wasn't like two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Yeah. I would have bought mm-hmm. a house during a year mm. that housing was completely inflated. Right. right. And then the housing crisis would have happened and it would have turned out that my house wasn't worth as much as I paid for it. But you better believe yep. I would have been responsible to pay that back. And yep. I would have probably been in the chaos that every other homeowner who had bought homes during that period was in. Yep. God's timing for my life. God was like, I'm going to give you a house, but not right now. Right. I know this seems like this ain't the vision I have for you, but it's the vision I have for you. God right. was like, not right now. God yeah. could see it coming and not right now. Yeah. And so but he I'm gonna, gave me that desire. Right. He get, yes, right, yes. Right. Which takes me mm-hmm. to, I was listening to this Miles, Dr. Miles Monroe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pastor Miles Monroe. And he was mm-hmm. talking about like the difference between vision, purpose, and vision and how your vision activates your purpose. Mm-hmm. Your purpose. Um to achieve like the mission like there are three levels to this like your purpose your vision and your mission it's like your purpose is like what you're trying to kind of what you're trying to achieve right your mission is how you go about doing it right and we have all these ideas like gotta give us a vision and we'll be like all right (laughs) this time (laughs) i'm gonna do it and gotta be like the vision is okay but I need you to lean into me and seek guidance on, on the, the how you go. You're gonna go about doing this, right? I, I thought that it was gonna be going to college, getting a four mm-hmm. years degree, getting married, blending our monies together, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, starting a business at some point. Like I just had this 
you know, really it's the American dream version of what my life is going to be like. Blended with God's doctor, you know, indoctrinated religious dream, like Mary, you know, save saving myself till marriage and having my children with my husband and all these things. And God was like, I'm gonna allow you to do some dumb things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because you could you could serve me if you followed the path that you're taking, but you could serve me so much better with these mistakes. Right. Yeah. People don't I, I often think of that. It's like there's um, people say God's um permissive will and his perfect will. There are levels to how much God get out of you. I can say sorry, to how much um you you really are fulfilling your purpose so yeah you could be fulfilling your purpose in a measure because half of it is what you want to do but then there's a place where like you are really walking in the will that in the purpose that was ordained for you until it in its fullest fullest measure you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. it's like yeah we can look back oh, I'm like, oh yeah i did that did that but when i started when after i went through that I really connected to what God wanted me to do. I really started walking in my purpose because it, it you had to go through some things to understand, all right, I just want what you want. Whatever you tell me to do, that's the route I'm gonna go. And, right. And, yeah. I can I'm like, I keep messing it up. Last year, you know, was right. the year of trust. And when I tell you, you gotta be careful what you ask God for because mm-hmm. he put me in all these situations that the only thing like it was out of my hands. Like it was so right. jacked up, so terrible that I have no choice but to activate faith in God. Like, okay, yeah. God, you got me in here. So, like, what are we doing? And God yeah. was revealing to me something you said earlier is like, I'm allowing you to go through this. So, I need you to document this because God's going, I'm going mm-hmm. to use this later in your business. So, I'm allowing you to go through this because I need you to understand that I am your provider. So that later, right. when there's a temptation or there is something bad that's going to happen, you don't flip out. Right. One of the biggest things that God showed me is that. Um, God, God would only like, he gave me a vision that he could only release me when I won, when he could trust me to Mm. one, trust him Mm. and two, to treat myself like the most valuable player in my life. Wow. That's good. And, and those two things were like the most the biggest thing is like God was like, I already have it waiting for you. The vision, mm-hmm. I'm showing you what I already have done. I'm not, not what I'm doing, what I've done. I've already set it up. I've already put the cards out, but I can't release it to you in advance because you're not ready for it. And like, it's like, you know, I heard this thing that was talking about like, would God be a good father if he gave you a car at two years old? Mm. That would be crazy. Right, <laughs> right. He, he, he makes you wait until you're mature enough to handle it. And sometimes the delay we feel like is punishment when it is God being the best kind of father and saying, you're not ready yet. You're going to fumble mm-hmm. this bag and your life or your vision could be completely destroyed if I release it before you're ready. So I'm allowing mm-hmm. you to go through some things so you can be mature enough to handle what I got for you because it's big and you deserve it. I want right. you to have it. And I, if I let it go, like you, you won't have it. I want you to have it so bad that I'm not allowing mm-hmm. you to fumble this bag. I'll let you fumble a bunch of other bags, but not this right. right here. Right. That's good. I like that. Something you said, I want to go back to that. You said when he could trust that you understand you're the most valuable player. And I think about how I would go through things in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And God says, well, I have my daughter suffer that. Like, is that the, even in relationships? Like at the end of the day, 
I belong to God, right? And if I'm allowing myself to be subjected to mistreatment, then I'm allowing God's child mm. to be. And so when he he was yes. to me like, okay, I don't care if you don't care about how somebody's treating you or you, but I'm requiring of you to understand that you are belonging to me and I would not let a daughter of mine don't you let nobody treat my child like this that was was the revelation God was giving me in my romantic relationships was like I will not release wealth to you because what I have noticed is a pattern is you are great Mm -hmm. at managing money but in relationships Mm. in relationships you are afraid you let anxiety and trauma lead you and you make bad decisions because of your emotions I need to know that I can trust you to not not depend on anybody but me for your love, for your provision, for your protection. Right. When I can trust you with that, I will release the big bag to you. Mm. I'm going to let you fumble. And he did. I fumbled. Yep. I fumbled mm-hmm. the bag. Right? Yep. In, my, in the, the context of my relationship. Mm-hmm. And it was like God was saying, could you imagine if I had made you a millionaire? Right. I, I let you fumble this when you was making $25,000 a year. Right. <laughs> now. But this is why I had to hold that back for a season. I showed you it and you wonder why it didn't happen. You think it's because I didn't show you it, but I did. But mm-hmm. not yet. Like, that's just how God talks to me. I'm just waiting <laughs> for you to work on it. Like, treat my child like, like, I, like I'm, it's an asset. Right. That's, that's a good, I mean, that, that stopped me embracing relationships just to be in one you know what I'm saying because I would be like God would look at me like nah sis that ain't it <laughs> right and people say I gotta be true to myself when I say true to myself I gotta be true to who I know I am right and we will kind of downplay who we really know who we are in God and allow ourselves I don't want to talk about relationships right now but allow ourselves to be no that's not <laughs> Right, like God, like I'm bringing God with me in this situation, and He is not happy with this. And until you see that you are really His child and you are the MVP in His eye, mm-hmm. you won't let anybody just mistreat you or any job, you know, or any business partnership. Mm-hmm. You handle yourself like you, no, no, no. I can't allow in my in my in my earthly self. Yeah, I would just be like whatever y'all give me. But when I connected to well, who God told me I really am, I can't. I, I can't even sign off on that with you. Right. Sorry, I can't right. get into business with you. Right. You know? So that's good. That Kim, Kim giving good. y'all a preview of next month's episode because we are definitely talking about <laughs> relationships and money next next month. We're gonna tap into oh, it a little bit. Y'all um, want to hear my stories? No. Ah, oh yeah, we gonna tap. We gonna dish the tea, y'all. Listen, we're being vulnerable and real on this Ooh. show. So come on in in February because we're going to talk about some stuff. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> with the dial back. Right. Um, I, I just, it's it's crazy that, you know, when we talk about like treating myself like his most valuable player, it's, it's, it's all the things. Like you are your most valuable asset, meaning like how you take care of your body. Are you investing in your health? Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you investing in your mind, your energy, your spirit? We are afraid. We feel like we could pour into everything else but ourselves. We got a vision and we're not willing to invest in that. We're not willing right. to invest in the vision or ourselves, which is the person who is required to execute the mm-hmm. vision. Right. We got to be willing to make a deposit and, pl- and plant a seed in what God is showing us. He's not showing us this just to be like, and it's going to magically happen. 
Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. It's got to happen with you. But if you don't have energy because you eat all these crazy foods, and I'm talking to myself right, right now, um, <laughs> how do you ex- you can't operate at your highest level? You might get some things done, but you're not going to get all the things done. If right. you only listening to things that tear you down, you're not going to be inspired mm-hmm. and have God ideas for how He can make things happen. That's you know good. I mean? it, it's it's. Yeah. Mm. You're showing the work of investing yourself. This is why when people say you got to put yourself first, they think that's all glitz and glamour. No, it's work. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's tilling the ground. So when you planting a seed, you got to get that dirt up. You got to make So investing in yourself means it don't feel pretty mm. while you're doing it. But when you look back, you're glad, you're glad you made yourself go on that walk. You're glad you stopped eating the crap you was eating. You're glad you stopped watching Snap. That's me. Um, <laughs> you, you, stopped, you, you actually added a few scriptures in your day. Like, those are investments and sacrifices. That's that's taking that's putting yourself first. Oh my god, Kim. I love this. Listen, y'all, <laughs> this is the root work podcast, and Kim just dropped a gem, and I don't know if y'all missed it. Think about yeah. investing, like literally planting a seed, right? She said mm-hmm. something, and I don't want you to miss it. You you planting a seed is not gonna be sitting it on the topsoil. No, you're gonna get your hands dirty. Dirty. You're oh. gonna have to di- I don't know if y'all ever garden. You know, y'all know I got my little patio, my little urban hood garden in my mm-hmm. backyard. Ow, ow. Let me tell you, my fingers hurt hurt from trying to dig up my, my grass and my soil. They hurt so bad because I wasn't right. wearing gloves. I have mm-hmm. God's protection. And, right. um, <laughs> Girl, everything on this scripture because you know why. I know why your, your finger's cracking. You right. Can, you you ain't have your fingers. <laughs> you just went on in there, right? Like, God, like, it's going to hurt, but it ain't got to hurt that bad. If you use my protection, it can hurt a little less, right? Oh, Whatever, I'm God. into that soil, bare hands. <laughs> right that's how we be doing life <laughs> right we are such church kids oh my god <laughs> listen i am told y'all already i'm half righteous half right you're gonna get god and you're gonna get a little sauciness in here and so listen i don't make no apologies but i dug into that soil and you digging up rocks you got mm-hmm. worms in there you digging up sticks you digging up wow. all the things that would hinder your growth mm, that's good yeah, it's so the, good. And if you don't do that work, you can plant something, but it might not grow. Wasting your time. It, it, if it grows, it might not grow to its capacity. It might get wrapped up around these sticks and rocks in here. Mm-hmm. And here's the crazy part. Here's the crazy part about gardening. You know all those bugs, worms? Mm-hmm. They're necessary for growth. Mm-hmm. They help growth. Let me tell you the purpose of worms, because... I came to term that guy, I'm going to just use sticks for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the purpose of worms in your soil is it aerates the, gr- the soil to let air in. Mm-hmm. They, right. They're moving through the soil and leaving air, mm-hmm. leaving space. Mm-hmm. The things we go through, the things that look ugly, that things that we feel like, I would rather grow my garden in the hydroponic garden. And I would, just, I would rather grow right. in the hydroponic garden because I want to get dirty. That's what I would prefer, but that ain't what mm-hmm. I has for me. I don't know if the fruits and vegetables taste better out of a hydroponic garden. Right. <laughs> and see, I don't even know what that is. So I would never get no fruits and vegetables, <laughs> but go ahead. I'll take your gardening class next. <laughs> but, the, but the point is, you are not going to escape doing the, the root work, digging through that soil if you really want to plant that seed. Right. And in order for something to grow, you got to plant it at the right depth, too. Mm-hmm. 
You know, the first time I tried to grow potatoes, I thought I could plant my potato seed the same way I like plant everything else, which is a few inches down. Potatoes Mm -hmm. need to go all the way to the bottom. Oh, wow. Sunlight poisons the potato or something like that. Oh, wow. And so you you put it at the bottom and you start with your soil low. And as it starts to grow, you keep adding soil on top. You keep burying it. Okay. As it continues to grow is to keep it out void of sunlight the entire time until it's really ready. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like that's us sometimes. We feel like one more thing, we just keep getting piled on, piled mm-hmm. on, piled on. God, you gave me this vision. You told me I was going to be a delicious potatoes. I love potatoes. Y'all love for everything. <laughs> Fresh potatoes, French fries, hash browns, home fries. Um <laughs> Uh, scallop potatoes, um, all the things potatoes. You told me I was going to be a delicious potato, a delicious carb, and you anyway. just keep piling on more dirt, right? And 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 it's and it's because God's in His infinite wisdom knows that He doesn't He doesn't want us to be exposed yet. Mm. He doesn't. Everyone is not. Everyone can't see the vision of what God is creating underneath the soil, right? So that's that's another point about vision is protecting your vision. Yeah. We plant the seed for protection. We plant the seed so that it's in an environment that cultivates growth. Mm-hmm. The greatest predictor of the success of anything you plant is the soil you plant it in. That's good. So I'm going to wrap this episode up with asking you to write your vision but ask God to help you improve on what he's showing you daily. Ask yeah. God to show you how to go about executing that vision. Trust yeah. that your way. If it doesn't happen your way, that's okay. That God must have a, a better plan. I say failure. I'm becoming joyfully curious when things don't go my way. Yeah. I'm like, oh, dang. Well, I thought you said that I was going to have like, um, an extra $5,000 this month, but um, I lost my job, so I wonder what you're going to do there. <laughs> right. It kind of makes it more on him, so. Yeah, like, so what? what That's what you got. <laughs> right. Oh, because he had a whole business venture for you. Like, he needed to free up your Tuesdays. I remember losing a client, and not really losing a client. The client had a, a, a major, major life event, and um, yeah. and so she had to to, to pause coaching for a little while. And I remember thinking like, this was the same month that God was giving me a vision. Like you going to have an extra, an extra $5,000 this month, because um, I know that you have a goal that you want to accomplish. Right. So I know I'm working on my, my, my product. I can't tell y'all what the product is yet. Right. And God was like, gave me the number $5,000. And then that yeah. month, this devastating thing happened um, in my client's life. And so, we pause to give her space to sometimes you just got to like pause and just be with God. Right. So we give her space to pause. And usually I don't give a lot of permission to pause. And and that's just because I don't allow fear to operate in your, in your growth process. Like we, we going to work through it. Right. But in this situation, it felt appropriate. And then I was like, but God, um, on a, on like a, on a business end of this, um, what you doing? Cause, cause we subtracting, and I'm five plus five is two minus three. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? And in that same month, I ended up um, being a contestant in a pitch contest, like a Shark Tank style pitch contest for mm-hmm. my, my my product idea. 
I won that pitch contest. Do you know what my yes, prize was? What was it, Betty? It, do you know what my prize was? Say, what was it? It was $5,000. That's amazing. That's crazy. All right. Woo. Let me tell you something. God was like, I said I would give it to you. I didn't say how I was going to give it to you. Right. I said, write the vision. I didn't say, you know, it had to go like this. You can have an idea of how it's going to go, but I might do something different. Be flexible to how God wants to work in you. So, um, that, let me say something real quick. That takes me back to something I was reading when we started this when God told Abraham, go to a place that I will show you. But he said, go first. Mm. as you go I will show you and that's exactly what he did when um, he was getting ready to have to sacrifice his son he just had to keep being obedient for the next step kind of like he didn't have to sacrifice him look at God so <laughs> <what? laughs> with the five things that I had I was listening to a couple of podcasts and it was talking about the things that are required for your vision to happen is one of those things was you have to be willing to be a student Young, mm-hmm. young, rich, and rooted means I'm willing to learn. And here, why this was so liberating for me. Being a student means that I don't have the pressure of having to be the master. Right. I don't have to, meaning I don't have to have the pressure of being a master at anything. Mm-hmm. I get to allow myself to pursue the vision God has for my life, even when I don't know what the hell I'm doing sometimes. Right. Just be like, God, show me, show me, put the right people in front of me. And he do. Mm-hmm. Crazy. God really be putting mentors in my life, be dropping the right podcast in front of me, the right random ratchet reality TV show that dropped the nugget that I needed to hear. <laughs> like, God be like, showing up everywhere. I said, oh, you gonna watch this? Like, put a word on Love and Hip Hop. No. <laughs> no, for real. For real. Y'all think I'm joking, but it'd be bad episodes where I'd be like, I'm about to use this movie for my next podcast episode. God talking to me everywhere. He'd be like, if you insist on watching Ratchet TV, then I'm going to drop my... <laughs> It allows you to fearlessly go after it without the pressure of having to have it perfect and just trust that you're growing to give your permission to be growing, to be trusted. It's like, I don't know. I don't have all the pieces, but I know that God wouldn't give me this vision by accident. He's going to provide. Right. God is my provider. And, and I'm going to trust that in my execution. So I'm not going to be fearful in this year with this vision. The next thing was like, really trust. That last year was like, okay, now I'm warning y'all now. God's going to give you some stuff when he's trusting God, though, is so freeing. And that's what I found. Trusting God was terrifying before because yeah. I wasn't confident that God would catch me. Right. When you get to a place where you are like, you know what? I'm just going to fall. And mm-hmm. you realize how God makes bad things turn out for your good. You'd be like, oh, shoot. God really be got having my back. Yeah. Like the whole housing situation. Like, dang. Look what yeah. you did. I just realized that today, that the whole the timing of Jordan's birth, like, hey, I would have bought a house at a terrible time of the year. Right, right. Right? When you have this ability to trust, it just allows you to, to free yourself up from the anxiety. And anxiety and fear keep you from taking action. You know? Put it, you it, on pause. Heavy pause. And mm-hmm. that requires for you to be vulnerable. Like, trusting requires vulnerability and saying, like, I'm willing to, to be exposed. Yeah. And and that God may not answer it the way I want him to. And that's vul- and that's that's being vulnerable. But I'm going to choose to trust that he's going to he's going to make it right. He's going to make it work somehow. Yeah. Right. 
Um, yeah. And um, and that requires courage. Like it requires God does doesn't require I think for vision any vision and not not just God but I think for you to execute on anything it doesn't require confidence or competence. It mm. requires courage first. Yeah, because courage is what which which is what makes you take action like even if you're afraid when you have courage you're like i'm gonna do it anyway right right and it's in that action that we learn things we make mistakes Mm -hmm. grow or we succeed and we learn from that too and then in those lessons we develop more competence right our abilities and in that competence we have more confidence and then we have Mm -hmm. confidence it's easy to take action right it starts with courage it does yep um be encouraged y'all <laughs> encouraged. um i'm gonna end this episode right here let me tell y'all what we got for next week next week um episode next month's episode um we are going to be talking about relationships and money we're going to talk about difficult conversations things i wish i talked about to my with my significant others before i said i almost do <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kim understands the joke there. Um, yes. <laughs> um, once you say I do, it's too late to say I don't want this. I don't right. want that. So you better have these conversations early. Um, and and also we're going to talk about how vision is important to um, uh, have before you even get into these conversations. Knowing your own vision. The reason why we're addressing vision first because it's important for you to know your vision. Yeah. Or engaging in some other human being's vision. Yes. So um, that's it for today. I'm going to let y'all go and be great. Um, If y'all enjoyed this episode, let us know in the comments. Give us five stars. Like and share it. Please do. Um, Until next week, keep growing because I'm still growing. And I'm growing too. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. If you thought this episode was dope and you learned from it, it would be amazing if you would take a screenshot, post it, and tag me on Instagram at YoungRichRooted. I would absolutely love to connect with you over there. And if you're serious about loving up on your money mindset and to start adopting more wealth-building behaviors, you have to check out my 2023 Jumpstart Planner. It's my 12-month daily planner for people who want more than a place to put their appointments. They want a tool that helps them create a plan for their money so they can get closer and closer to making clocking in optional. You can order your planner online at www.youngrichrooted.com forward slash success shop. I'd love to help you get closer to FU money status using all the tools in our success shop. I want you to always be able to choose what's best for you without fear, shame, or guilt. Money should not be an insurmountable obstacle to getting what you need and what you've envisioned. You deserve more. You simply have to have the audacity to choose it. Talk to you soon. The world belong to you. The world belong to you. The world belong to you. The world belong to you.